Hello all, this is Blonde-Haired Girl. I want to talk about something that I have been noodling on for a while now that I know I've already talked about, but now I'm in it. Now I'm actually in it. This is like real time. And so with the passing of my mother... My mother has gifted me and my sisters an amount of money. Okay, so I got an amount of money that I'm not willing to share. And, And now my brain has shifted. You know, and, and I actually saw this because... <laughs> I, I, I've been around people with a lot of money, but now a lot of money is really a weird thing because you've got billionaires, okay? So, like, these are not people with a billion dollars. That's, like, so, so in today's terms, like, that's a lot of money, not the amount of money that I would be referring to, but these people have more money than the average person that you would meet. And so what I started to notice about them was that it turned from from desiring the money to desiring to keep the money. And so so it was kind of like this really weird, like, and they were actually really, really, really good at it. They were good at it and they, 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 they really did not like spending money <laughs> like, <laughs> and would in some ways kind of avoid spending money at all costs. It was like they liked, they actually liked saving money and playing with money as in making more money. It was about making more money or holding on to the money that they had. And so, but for pretty much my my entire life that I have been been in charge of my own money my brain has done this thing that I've shared with y'all it it's been very interesting to me because I can liken it to f- like food i have like this anorexic and bulimic like this very, very unhealthy general relationship with money. Okay, so what would happen is, is that that there would be sporadic times in my life where I would have a lot of money. And, and, but it didn't really last long um, in a way. And and it's not like a lot, a lot of money, you know, not like the the people that I've been referring to that I would say have a lot, have more money than other people, a medium size amount of money. Okay. So I would say that I, over the years have generally had very little money. Okay. So I've been just one of these people that has been living paycheck to paycheck. And, and what would happen is 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 that I would get my paycheck 
and I would spend it on like the first thing was paying my bills. So that would take like, like, you know, the majority of the money that I made. And so I would get, I would spend it on, on bills and then, and then, um, the rest of the money like would be other things that I needed. Like, like over the weeks, you know, over the two weeks that I was waiting for that paycheck, stuff came up that I needed. I needed toilet paper. I needed coconut oil. I needed, you know, like, um, olive oil. Like there were certain things, syrup, like little certain things that I could actually kind of live without for two weeks. Um, and then, so then I would be, this is where I'm calling like this bulimia. So I would, I would go through this bulimia and then I would spend all of my like spending money. And then I went into this anorexic phase where it was like save. I'd be in like saving mode. And, and I, and I really became very, very aware of this, but over the last couple of years, it's been a little bit different. Like I started to, to get this percentage of money, like seemingly out of out of nowhere, like, like I would start getting these like bizarre checks, like, um, like I had this really weird story that happened. This was so bizarre. So I started this new job. This would have been 2020. So in 2020, I get this new job and and it was a job as a teacher, actually. So I was working in a second grade classroom and they accidentally overpaid me. Okay, so the first time that it happened, I thought that they had paid me for the holiday. It's kind of a weird thing, but it really made sense in my own mind what they did. But then the second time... They, they double paid me. I knew that something was wrong. So I went in to talk to them. And so, I mean, so then what they ended up doing was they ended up taking, they ended up paying me less the rest of the year to make up for these two extra paychecks that they had accidentally given me. And but with those two extra paychecks, I did stuff and I started to save up money. I started my, my savings account. I just started socking away money. So like that happened. And then, you know, like, um, just all kinds of weird stuff started to happen where I was getting these, these, this money. Like I think, um, so I had, in, when when I got this money in 2020, this extra money, I ended up deciding to go to this conference. This was the first thing that, see, my self-improvement is way up on my, my list of expenditures. <laughs> like, hear me when I say this. My self-improvement is like way high on my on my. Um, my expenditure list. So it's the first thing that I do when I get extra money was to make plans to go to this conference. Okay, so I pay for cash for the conference. 
I buy my airline ticket and then I paid for half of my, of my, um, Airbnb. I hadn't paid the whole thing anyway. So I had thought that that money was lost, but then, but then this year, so 2021, so like June of 2021, I get this thing from Alaskan Airlines saying that we're going to reimburse you for that money for the air, the ticket that I wasn't able to use because of COVID. It was, it was specifically because of COVID. And so it was really crazy. I mean, so like all this money just starts coming at me. And so I start to kind of see that, and this is something that I'm actually learning how to articulate that I didn't, haven't been able to articulate before, but actually it's the miraculous that is real. So it turns out that that which we would say is seemingly miraculous is actually what's real and anything else is actually the illusion. So actually throughout our lives, when when we are not living in the miraculous, we are not living in actual reality because actual reality is the miraculous. And And this is the only thing that really makes sense, given the fact that we are on a planet in the middle of space. That we have to, we have to breathe oxygen to stay alive. We have a heart in our body that beats throughout our lifetime to keep us sustained, to keep us here. And so it's sort of like we are under this delusion that we that we actually have any like everything is the miraculous. So there's nothing, you know, like people talk about coincidence. There is no coincidence. There is only the miraculous. There is only the things that happen that are like wow, that, you know, and they just kind of happen all the time. So I'm starting to understand this a little bit about money because, I mean, the other thing that I, that I had noticed for years is, and I know this is like something that I've talked about before, but I want to talk about it again right now because it's pertinent. So what I started to notice was that, that I had been told this bogus lie that it has to do with how hard you work. So somehow, because Somebody significant in my life was making five times as much a year as I was that he somehow worked harder than I did. And then some people would say he worked smarter than I did. But that wasn't true because I have advanced degrees. And not only that, but I worked as hard and he took more vacations. I'm just saying a lot more vacations than I did. I was the one that was working, you know, a lot and hard. I mean, I've, I've had a career that I, that I have worked. I, I mean, I've been a really hard worker all these years and, and taken vacations, but, you know, kind of not. Like n- hardly ever took a sick day in all these years, hardly ever. Just saying. And so 
And so I knew that it really wasn't about hard work. And in some ways, it wasn't even about smarts. Okay? Because, like, Elon Musk would tell you that he hires a lot of smart people. I mean, he's smart, but he has to hire people that are smart in their field in order to get anything done. So we all have our place, right? But anyway, so I start to notice that this isn't right. But, but I also knew, I also knew, and I, and I'm, I'm, I got a couple things going on. The first thing is, is that I'm very, very aware that I did not earn this money that my mother has left me, not just me, but my sisters. Okay. I did not earn the money that my mother has left me. And so there is this bit of a see, and this is bogus thinking. This is bogus thinking because a lot of the money that my mother has, she didn't necessarily earn. She didn't earn it. She was smart. She accumulated it. She developed it. She grew it. She created it. She used the power of her own ability to manifest to to do a magnificent thing. Okay, so I started to notice that too. I was like, okay, what is my mom doing? You know, that she's able to, but... but I don't want to get too far into that because um, I just don't. But anyway, so, and then I got the second thing that I'm like, okay, so I, I've gone into, okay, so how do I, how, how do I grow this and, and make sure that I do the best with this as humanly possible and not spend it? Like, how do I not spend it? How do I spend the very, very least amount of this this money? How do I be frugal? How My brain is all into this, like, like, it hasn't even, like, like, some of it has not even come into my physicality. And my brain is already doing this thing that it does. And I kind of knew that was going to happen. I kind of knew that was going to happen, like, I've been, I've been sharing with you all. I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. So I even do this with Guy. I do this with Guy. I, 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 like, and, and Guy is not even in my physicality. And I'm doing this, this thing that I do. And so I'm sitting here. I'm okay. So pretend like, pretend like it is already in my physicality. And what am I going to do when this happens, when it's in my physicality? So, and I'm just, I'm already seeing that all of this is not, it's, it's not what it is. It is, it is an issue with bogus thinking, With bogus thinking, it's an issue with thinking and human laws, not in the laws of the universe and the laws of the divine and the laws of 
the creator of everything that is, which is, which is like theoretical. <laughs> this is like really crazy. Because like, like so much of it just doesn't make sense. Like, how does that even work? It's like, we kind of know how it works, but like, honestly, like, how does that even work? As smart as we are, we, we, there's so much that we don't know. And then, and then because we don't know it, we are locked into our beliefs. We are locked into our beliefs. And like one of the things that is driving me insane right at the moment, sorry, I'm being very transparent. You all know that I'm very transparent. Is this, this thing about the vaccines. So my friend, my friend gets with me um, yesterday because she, she heard that my mother passed away and she's, asking me, you know, what, what can I donate to? And then, you know, so we have this little dialogue and then she just says, I just want to talk, you know, I want to say, I have this friend, she's from Arizona, she's blonde too. And she, and she didn't get the vaccine and she's really sick. And I'm worried about you. (laughs) Oh my God. I just like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, like, it's like, I'm laughing because I'm like, so aware. Like, what are you trying to put a curse on me? Like, don't be worried about me. Don't worry about me. And then, you know, I want to say, I don't live by human laws, but then I know exactly what she's going to think. You know, I'm just one of those, one of those preachy people who ends up getting COVID and I'm dead. (laughs) um, I'm sitting here going, you know, I don't want that for myself either. I don't want to be like just in denial and bring something on myself. I'm aware. I'm aware, but I'm making a choice. And I'm being responsible with the ramifications of that choice. And to be honest, the truth is, is that we don't know what the ramifications of that choice is. They want to say, people who are pro this vaccine want to say that they do know what the ramifications are because they think they have science on their side. But to them, I say, you know, I mean, science has given us a lot of like really horrendous things like the atomic bomb. And so I'm sitting here saying, you know, you can find evidence for whatever it is that you want. You can find evidence on both sides of this thing. And and I'm, and I'm not going to say I'm never getting the vaccine, never, 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 never getting the vaccine. And then I'm not going to say I'm going to run out and get the vaccine. I'm, I'm kind of waiting and, and I'm, I'm feeling this out. I'm not really sure. I'm really not sure. I'm not. And then this thing happened with, with, with um, Afghanistan 
And I found it fascinating. I don't watch the news, friends. So I, I, I know very, very, like very little about, I know next to nothing about Afghanistan. Why we're there, what's happening, what's really happening. But here's what I can say that I've learned over the last since 2016 for dang sure what I learned is I could not trust what I was seeing in media sources and it didn't even matter what media source it was that it was that it was entertainment that they are they are entertaining us and and they are there for ratings and they are just streaming out information. So you got information being streamed out from all these different sources. And then the people who are aligning with these these trains of thought are watching these different shows. Like you've got the Fox viewers and then you've got the MSNBC. And we're walking away from this thing thinking that that was the truth. What we just saw, our brains are really quite innocent in a way. Like, like it doesn't, unless we are really, really, really aware, we just believe what we see or believe what we hear. We believe it to be true. You know, I'm making a joke about this, but I've said this before. You know, like a rumor that was said about somebody 30 years ago still lives with them today. Because somebody said that bogus, ridiculous thing about that person. Our brain goes straight to it. And yet, you know, it's true. It's true. This is a truth. (laughs) Whether it's true or not. And even given, like, given, even given the truth that that wasn't true, our brain still, it's locked in. You know, which is why why I have never lived down some kind of reputation that I've developed in this town that I live in. <laughs> it, it only got worse. It only got worse like three years ago. Um, when, uh, yeah, and so like, okay, so like I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I, I just think this is just fascinating. Like these people that I... I was working for an agency in Phoenix, but I was working with fellow people from different areas of that agency here. So we all were, were like, they would call us like out, out, outside staff, not out, I can't think of the word right now, outlying, so I was an outlying staff. And I got volunteered sort of like told that I had to be part of this planning committee. So, and at first I had no idea what they were talking about and nobody bothered to give me like, like tell me what it was about. Nobody bothered. And here was the thing. They didn't even know what it was about to even tell me what it was about. But basically there had been this, this group of, 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 People in the child care center, these were child care 
like owners or directors who had gotten together every year to to put together a conference an early childhood conference in in the city that we live in it it was like a really cool thing and then people could come and they could get their you know six hours of professional development to come on a Saturday for six hours or whatever it's really a cool thing but but when I first started, I had no idea what I was signing up for that I was told that I had to sign up for. And, and I was getting paid, but here's the thing. I was, but they, they had this requirement that there was so much work you had to do. Like everybody in this committee had to do all this work. And, you know, and then it started to be where... um. They did not understand and I had a fellow coworker and she just completely opted out. She didn't come to any of them. So I was the one who was left with the ball and I sort of understood where she was coming from. And then when I said, you know, she was basically busy or I don't know what word I used or what word she used, but the the person, the biggest, the highest person on this committee just said, we're all busy and was very judgmental and very, very upset that she was not willing to do more. Well, she was very upset with me, very upset with me. And there came a point where I just flat out said no to her and she had a complete fit. And not only did she have a complete fit, she got around to all the people in this area about me and my work ethic and was like, like basically I'm a sucky worker, which is completely bogus. It's completely bogus. It's not true. And, and, um, and I had, you know, and now I'm a little bit out of that, of that, um, area, but how do I live that down? I mean, I mean, like, really, how am I supposed to live that down when she spreads these rumors and this, this um, bogus thing about my, my work ethic? And so like trying to get a job, you know? So, um, so I think I have enough longevity at the place that I'm at right now. And they, they know my work ethic more than she knows my work ethic. And so I think that if they were confronted with her, they would, they would know differently. And especially since my customers and what ended up, it was, it was really weird how it went down because I ended up um, leaving that position and a lot of people were very upset. They were very upset because they liked me. They liked me because see, they were my customer she wasn't my customer and that was something that was that was an extra it was not that was not intended to be taking away time from my customer so i knew who my real customer was and it was and that's where my energy was that's where my focus was was on on the people that i was actually working with not not this extra thing that i was doing kind of as a hobby <laughs> And so this is where 
you know, it, it, we get like this reputation for being a certain way, you know, and, and then it's like very challenging because people's brains and a lot of times we like that. I mean, it makes us feel better, right? You know, oh, yeah, she's worse than I am. She's got a bad, you know. And I'm, really, I'm not really sure why this woman really wanted to destroy my, and I don't know what it was about me. I don't think she ever really liked me. And I, and I have some theories about that, but, but all of it, absolutely all of it had nothing to do with me. <clears throat> had not a thing to do with me. And I knew that, and I knew time would tell, and I knew time would work this thing out. But, but in the interim, yeah, see, so we kind of like it when, you know, we hear this bit of gossip about somebody. Oh, yeah, she's, she's lazy too. But anyway, I just find human behavior just so interesting. But here, I look at how I've deviated from my initial, my initial um, topic. And what was my initial topic? So I'm talking about the fact that my brain is doing that thing that my brain does again and is going into this, this actual rea- seeming reality mode instead of staying in the trusting and in the miraculous mode. So in any given moment with any different topic, we, e- we are either in the mode of, of joy, trust, and I would say alignment with the source of everything that is, or we're not. We're either aligned or we're not. It just comes down to that. My, my David Hawkins, who I talk about quite a bit, he would say it was like, it's like sucking the juice out of, out of the drama of life. So we're either surrendered to God in the moment or we're not. And I was listening to one of his YouTubes yesterday. Um, not his, I mean, it, the YouTubes are him, but somebody else puts them out. But, and he was talking about, about, um, that thoughts consciousness comes to us in these waves. And and he said so it's like sort of pretending like you're you're in the water and you know how this is the wave comes and you just kind of like hop and you kind of rise above the wave. So he says when you have these thoughts come to you you surrender all of them. All of them. You surrender all of them to God. He says God. He never says the universe. Just saying. He never says the universe. He always says God. Okay, so you surrender to God um, everything. She would say you surrender to God the good you, and you surrender the, the bad. You surrender any judgment about these things. Just surrender the judgment. Surrender all. And then I had this imagery as I was watching that come the other day. I've used this imagery before and I just, I, I really like it. So there was a point where I, I could feel myself on this, this wave, 
the only way I know how to describe it is sort of like this wave of like ecstasy. And it's just this wave of like ecstasy, this wave of like peace. And so I'm like a surfer. I'm on like a surfboard and I'm just riding this wave as long as I can ride it of just trust, of peace, of alignment, of, of joy, of, you know, this connecting, this connectedness to, to the source of everything that is. So I'm watching TikTok. Y'all know, I, I confess I watch too much TikTok. But anyway, I'm watching this TikTok and I can't even believe what I'm seeing. This guy is surfing this, this wave. And oh my God, the mastery of this wave and how long he was surfing. I'm I'm watching that and I'm just like, I can feel it. I can feel it. I'm like, oh my God, maybe I need to learn how to surf. I can feel what it feels like to have like the water, the wave of the water like over me. Like to just be in, sort of like the eye of the storm. And you're just riding that wave. And you just like rode it all the way out to the, to the shore. It was so beautifully executed. And I could feel it. And that is it. That's it. That's where I want to be about everything always. Because I'm either that or I'm (laughs) being slammed by the waves of life. Just being slammed. Just to read. Just being knocked all over the place by the waves of life. And I, it's just not a good way to live. And so this is what they're talking about when, when, you know, that I'm always arguing about when they're talking about this, these needs, this, that you come to a place where you don't have these needs anymore. This is what they're talking about. They are talking about that you are riding the wave of alignment with the source of everything that is, which is love, joy, peace, and all of these amazing things. And then I'm not doing this this ridiculous thing that I do with money or with anything else in my life where I'm, you know, just <laughs> floundering about going, you know, what do I do? Like, like in all actuality, like there's anything that I really can do? What can I do that has ever really made a difference except to just relax and allow it to do its thing and to bring about the The solution, I guess, to whatever it is that I am have put out there. 
And I feel like I've I've done that other thing again, and that is describe something that I don't know if I've made any sense. <laughs> I don't even know what I just talked about. Boy, do I appreciate you guys listening. I was um I was pretty surprised. I I um I had gotten on my analytics and I, I sort of pay a little bit of attention and it it like turns over and it lets me know how many listens I get and I it's like I've noticed that it turns over this certain amount like in hundreds I guess I could say hundreds of of listens and then you know thousands of listens and you know I mean it's just like kind of turns over and this time it turned over really fast and I was like what and so I I, I, and I'm just like, I am so appreciative. I'm so appreciative that even one person would be interested in what I'm talking about. Because I just really like ideas so much. (laughs) I like them so much. It just like gives me so much like, joy to be able to like tinker around on ideas I'm sort of like a like had this friend he's like he said I'm wrenching on my motorcycle I wrench on ideas wrenching on ideas it's just like one of the greatest joys of my life (laughs) and so I appreciate you engaging in in that and wrenching on ideas with me (laughs) anyway I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.